So, the title of the series is Values That Build Lives and Churches. Okay, um, just a little bit, if we just go to the next slide. Okay, um, now values are important, whether it's church or whether it's in, in life in general. Um, uh, the way you live uh, your life uh, basically flows out of the values that you have embraced uh, in your life. Okay, and so it's important that in every area of our lives that we are living in accordance with some core values. Of, of, uh, and core values, uh, this is a dictionary definition, of, are a set of fundamental beliefs, ideals, or practices that inform how we conduct our lives, uh, how we go about living on a day-to-day -day basis, the choices we make, the priorities that we set in our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, I came across, put the next slide up, okay. Um, interesting uh, statement by someone, a guy by the name of Roy Disney. It was uh, Walt Disney's brother. He says, it's not hard to make decisions once you know what your values are. That's a, that's a pretty good statement, isn't it? It's not hard to make a decision if you really know and are convinced of what your values are in life. Uh, and that, they, that will govern uh, very much uh, how you will uh, uh, conduct your life and, and the decisions and the priorities you make, as I've already mentioned. Okay, um, let me just get my notes sorted out here in a little bit. Okay, all right. Um, okay, and so values actually uh, are so important. Um, but one of the most important things is, okay, um, that we have to get our values from somewhere. Where do you get your values from? And um, so we're going to be looking at uh, uh, some values uh, this morning, which uh, are really uh, the values that come from the Word of God. Um, and uh, so these are some things we're going to be looking at. And uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to go through one each week, okay, uh, every other week. Uh, and the first one is gratitude and joy. That fits in with the ladies' um, uh, uh, breakfast uh, theme, okay, uh, going forward to joy, okay, um, don't, go, don't go back, go back, go back, okay, and just want to go through these a little bit, wholeness, destiny, giving, serving, honoring, accountability, so that, that's a summary of what I want to share uh, with you uh, over the next few weeks. Now, one of the things that's important, okay, in the headline is uh, uh, on the setting up of, um, uh, it says values that build lives and churches. Lives and churches. Uh, um, see, it's important. It's important uh, this morning that we recognize the link between our individual lives and the life of the church. That's that's a very important thing to 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 remember this morning. 
The New Testament scripture reminds us that we as individuals joined together are the church. Okay. Transformation Church meets in a building, but the building is not the church. The church is you and me collectively. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us that we are built together to be a spiritual house. Spiritual house. It tells us we are members one of another, just like the various parts of our bodies joined together make one body. That's a pretty radical uh, concept, isn't it? But it is God's concept. It's God's uh, design, God's plan. Amen? Jesus says, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He's building a church. He's building a community of people, of of believers. (laughs) And so what this means is that the visible church, in our case, Transformation Church, is the sum total of our individual lives. Okay? Uh, And so I I trust that as we share these messages together, um, we will truly be built up to become healthy individuals, And therefore, if we are healthy individually in the way that God intends us to be, that uh, we we will have a healthy church uh, that will be a visible manifestation of the Lord Jesus Christ on the earth. It's important that we minister Jesus to one another and our community in the power of the Holy Spirit. So now let's go on and we just focus on uh, for, for today... We're just going to focus on the value of gratitude and joy, being grateful and joyful. Um, You know, it's not easy to be grateful and thankful sometimes, is it? Life can just sort of hit you and, uh, you know, take Pastor Jean-Claude this morning and others that have been going through it, okay, through things. Uh, not maybe directly, but indirectly. Those here uh, this morning who have gone through some things indirectly in relationships and family issues and things like that. Sometimes life comes at us in such a way that it's very difficult to be grateful and joyful. Um, uh, But, you know, the Word of God tells us that uh, for God works all things together for good to those that love God. And so as we uh, uh, understand that and as we uh, uh, believe what the Word of God tells us this morning, uh, even in the midst of circumstances, in the midst of the storm, we've we've sang it this morning, haven't we? In the midst of the storm, I'll raise a hallelujah. I'll still be thankful. There's still something to be thankful despite what I'm going through. Ever, be, ever been in that situation? And you say, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I, this is a difficult time. This is a difficult problem I'm facing. But I'm still going to give thanks to God because, if nothing else, because of his salvation. <laughs> and what he did for me and what we shared uh, this morning uh, at, the, at the table. Anybody heard of Helen Keller? You, anybody know who Helen Keller was? Okay. Helen Keller was both blind and deaf. Blind and deaf. Okay. And and she says this, 
For three things, I thank God every day in my life. Thanks that he has vouchsafed me, uh, vouchsafed me knowledge of his works. Amen? Deep thanks that he has set in my darkness the lamp of faith. Wow. He has set in my darkness the lamp of faith. Deep, deepest thanks that I have another life to look forward to. Amen. Helen, Helen Keller became a very uh, uh, celebrated in, uh, individual. She, she was, uh, as they said, deaf and blind. But with the help of a, a, a helper, she eventually even got um, uh, a, a PhD <laughs> degree. But, and that was her testimony. She, another thing she said was, I thank God for my handicaps, for through them I have found myself, my work, and my God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, now, here's a guy who um, you may uh, be surprised to hear. Says this. He says, O oh Lord, that lends me life, lend me a heart replete with thankfulness. Anybody know who said that? William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare says, O Lord, that lends me life. That's an important starting point, isn't it? The breath I breathe (laughs) is given to me by God. (laughs) O Lord, that lends me life, lend me a heart replete or complete with thankfulness. Mm -hmm. A guy by the name of Robert Caswell Lintner said this, Thanksgiving was never meant to be shut up in a single day. In other words, we should be thankful every day. Amen? Uh, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? And there's an old proverb which says that this thanksgiving, to be truly thanksgiving, is first thanks, then giving. Repeat that. Thanksgiving, to be truly thanksgiving, is first thanks, then giving. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's, let's go on and to put the next slide up. And we'll, we'll just look at some things that, uh, uh, that as we look at them, we, we'll begin to realize that all through the Bible, this theme of thanksgiving is being pushed, if I can put it that way, is being promoted. Okay. Um, this is uh, the Apostle Paul right into the Colossians, and I've got it here as well, so I don't have to look up there. <laughs> okay. Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Amen? Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Amen? 
And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. A lot of, a lot of things to unpack in this script, in this, uh, scripture. Always be thankful. Always be thankful. So, I, Paul is saying, really, and, and he, he says, when the peace of God, when the peace of God rules in your heart, this is how I read this, uh, uh, you won't have any problem being thankful. When the peace of God, Jesus says, my peace I give you, not as the world gives you. Okay, There's a peace that we can have in our hearts, which comes from God, that can be a means of helping us to be thankful in every situation. Amen? Hallelujah. That's what the apostle is saying, okay? Always be thankful. The message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Amen. Is your life filled with all of who Jesus is this morning? Stop and think about who Jesus is and, um, you know, we're going to be c- coming to another uh, w- uh, part of this series. And, and you see, God tells us that we are complete in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? The Apostle Paul says, uh, we are complete in the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, the fullness of the Godhead dwells in Christ, and we are complete in him. Amen? That's a wonderful thing to, to dwell upon this morning, to meditate upon. Stop and think about what that really means and how it can affect your life on a day-to-day basis. Amen? No matter what is going on around me, I'm in Christ. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I was read, reading you know, about the, the, uh, Jesus teaching about, I am the vine. If you remain in me and I remain in you. <laughs> Amen? It says, you shall ask anything and it shall be given unto you. Just stop and think about uh, the, the great uh, uh, benefit we have, if I can use that word, uh, of knowing that Christ is in us. Amen? That's what this verse says. The richness fill your lives. God wants to fill our lives with his richness this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Okay? You know, sometimes, you know, maybe, maybe you can't, you don't have a good voice. Okay? You know, sometimes people say, oh, I'm home, I, at home and this thing is getting down on me. You know, is it, thank God for technology these days. Okay? You can have a CD. You can have a, you know, a thing. put a CD on and fill your hearts and minds with the praises of God. I'll raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. Amen? Praise God. That's, that's what uh, the apostle is saying. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord, giving thanks through him to God the Father. I always uh, uh, sort of uh, read that uh, scripture and think about it, you know, um, Essentially, if I can put that into the workplace situation, okay, all right? You're going to work sometimes, and boy, life is not easy. 
The boss can be an ogre, <laughs> okay? Everything can be against you in the workplace. But it says, whatever you do, whatever you do, okay, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you realize that when you're in the workplace, you're a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. You're a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ in your workplace. And, and, and so in your workplace, okay, as, you, as you, you're serving, <laughs> uh, uh, even the Lord Jesus Christ, you, you do it with thankfulness. Amen? You know, sometimes it's, you, know, you can go through a rough week with the boss, but, the, you know, as, as long as you don't get fired, you know at the end of the week you're going to get a paycheck. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to get a paycheck at the end of the week. So be thankful. <laughs> Boy, this is hard. This is tough. I don't like this guy. I don't like that person. And I don't know how I'm going to get through the week. But, you know, if I get through the, uh, the, this week, I'm going to get a paycheck. Thank you, Lord. Okay? And everything you do with thankfulness through him to God the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. So a lot in that verse. Okay. The next one, please. Okay. Now, this is very interesting. This is, this is in the middle of Galatians. Galatians chapter 4. And in, in um, uh, the beginning of chapter 3, Paul says, uh, right in the Galatians, says, what, who has got to you? Who has, in the King James, it says, who has bewitched you? Who has tricked you? Who has got to you so that your joy, which you felt when you first came to know the Lord Jesus Christ and, and Jesus came into your life, something has happened. Somebody has got to you and then in Gone into chapter 4, he goes on about that. He says, where is that joyful and grateful spirit you felt when you initially came to know the Lord? You know, Christians can get down. You know, circumstances can get to you and you can lose your joy. But it's important that we recover the joy of the Lord. Amen. And Sam says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The, the psalmist says, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And, and you know, we, can, we find ourselves in t at times when it's, it's, it's difficult, but we need that joy. It's all in that song that we sang about, you know, raising a hallelujah this morning. Amen? No matter what's going on in the midst of the storm. When I'm facing enemies and when I'm facing an attack, it's important that we joy. I think I'm not sure if I'm paraphrasing something. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And no matter what is happening, you see, we serve God in good times and bad times, isn't it? And the hymnist says, there is joy in serving Jesus. And that means in the good times and in the bad times, we can still find joy in serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and so Paul is saying to them, where is that joyful and grateful spirit you once felt? 
And I, I don't know if you were in that situation this morning. You, you, something has got to you. Someone has got to you. Circumstances have come against you. You, you. you can remember there was a time, David the psalmist says, I, I remember the time when I used to go into the house of the Lord and I used to feel so good. And so why am I now? Mm-hmm. Why am I cast down? Why am I disappointed? I want to tell you, Pray with David, restore to me, O Lord, the joy of my salvation. Amen? There is joy in serving Jesus. I believe it with all my heart. Amen? Hallelujah. I see uh, another translation says, what happened to all your joy? What happened to all your joy? Uh, <clears throat> what has become of the blessing you felt? And, uh, and, and you know, the, we, we repeat this verse from the Psalms very often, don't we? We enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures for all generations. That's the next verse, please. Okay. All right. How many believe the Lord is good this morning? The Lord is good. And, and, and so the psalmist is saying, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. He's put it at the end. He, he starts off by saying, enter his, into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. And then he says, this is the reason why you need to be thankful. This is the reason why you need to enter his gates with praise. Why? For he is good. Mm -hmm. No matter what, God is good. Hallelujah. And bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. Praise God. He doesn't give up on people. God doesn't give up on people. His mercy is everlasting. Amen? They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why? Because his mercy is everlasting. And above everything, his truth endures to all generations. Amen? The word of God stands. That's what the, the, the psalmist is saying. His truth will never go away. He, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And, and it's important to remember, you know, we can, we can trans uh, scribe that into you know, a time thing, but really, if you look at the context in the book of Hebrews, it's talking about don't, you can't change who Jesus is. You can't change what the message of the gospel is. That's what Hebrews is saying. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. People were coming along, and they were trying to add and cherry-pick things from the gospel. But Paul, the writer to the Hebrews was saying, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His truth endures to all generations. Amen? You know, we live in a, in a world where everything, uh, uh, most things are presented in a relative sort of environment. 
Everything is relative. So my X generation or whatever generation it is, things are different for that generation than the previous generation. In a sense, there are differences from generation to generation, but the message of the gospel is to every generation the same. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. uh, You see, in my generation, if I wanted to uh, God's salvation, I had to come by faith. And, and accept what Jesus did for me and Calvary. By grace you are saved through faith, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. That message is the same from one generation to another generation. Amen? It is the same for, for me. It's the same for my children. It's the same for my grandchildren. And now I can say it's the same for my great-grandchildren. <laughs> Amen? The message remains the same. Amen? And his truth endures to all generations. You know, we ought to be thankful for that. We ought to be thankful for that. You know, uh, you know, so many things these days, you know, flip-flop, flow, and all, you know, there's no, there's no steadfastness in life. But I want to thank God that he is the same. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I think it's a song that says, all may change, but Jesus never. Amen. All may change. Everything around me may change. I want to tell you that the fact that Jesus will never change. He is the same. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The the one who blessed me back then, now that I'm going through difficult circumstances, he is the same and he's going to still bless me as I move forward in my life. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's That's something to be thankful for. Because we've all faced situations in life maybe where, where we've been made promises. And people, because they're people, because they're human, have failed and haven't kept their promises. But I want to tell you, the promises of God are yes and amen to those who believe. Amen? That, that's, thank, that's something to be thankful for this morning. Amen? Are you thankful for that this morning? Mm-hmm. Okay. Amen. Let's go on then to Colossians. Next slide, please. It says, devote yourself to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Always be joyful, never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. See, it's important. That's important. You know, um, when we come to God, we, we present ourselves before God, we bring our, our needs and our prayers to God. The Word of God says it's important that we, we come with a thankful heart, with a thankful heart. Amen? In prayer. Um, you know, we can come may, maybe with our woes and our worries and our concerns, but... God still says, come and be thankful. Amen? Why can we be thankful? Because what we've already just uh, uh, considered, uh, he is faithful to all generations. Amen? Devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Devote yourself to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Um, Another version says, continue steadfastly in prayer, 
being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at another verse. Just going through. For us, we can't help but thank God for you, dear brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord. You know, so we have to, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's important. Are you thankful for your brothers and sisters around you? You know, we can come into church, we can get into our favorite little seat, and, we, you know, we don't know who that person is there. Okay. God is saying to you and to me this morning, we have to be thankful for one another. Amen? Amen. We need to be thankful for one another. And, and maybe we're going to start doing something about it. <laughs> I don't like preachers who put people on the spot. Sometimes. Okay. But I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm thankful for you. I know husbands and wives, but... Uh, Okay, turn to somebody who is not your husband or your wife, okay, and say, I'm thankful for you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, it's important. Where am I by? All right. Let's go to the next one. See, Paul was thankful. Thankful for the people that he was ministering to. And you know, uh, maybe we, we don't say, but as leaders in this church, we are thankful for you. Amen. We're thankful for you. Uh, because God wants us to have that relationship that we appreciate one another we appreciate one another we have different sort of likes and dislikes but that doesn't mean to say that we can't be thankful for another you see we're here to we're here to help one another we're here to support one another we're here uh, to encourage one another mm -hmm. um, you know even when the Bible, uh, uh, Paul talks about sp spiritual gifts and the giftings uh, 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 of the Holy Spirit, even when he talks about um, uh, the, the prophetic, he, he talks about the prophetic being you have to edify one another. Another one, verse that he uses is to exhort one another. <laughs> Edification, exhortation, and encouragement. <laughs> okay? And so I, I think that those, those three things are not just for someone giving a prophetic word. They're for each and every one of us to do in our relationship with one another as members of the body of Christ. We should be able to edify one another. In other words, we, you know, be, Give people something that they can grow by. We're here to exhort one another. We're here to encourage one another. How many, how many people know we need encouragement from sometimes in our lives? 
Hallelujah. You see, as someone who is called by God to, to preach his word, okay, uh, you know, I'm here to encourage you. But I, I want to tell you, when you come to the house of God, uh, it's possible for someone else, anyone in this place, to be a means of encouragement to you, to be a means there to help you in the Lord. Uh, and you know, maybe you, you, we need each individually, you, you may need to recognize that you can be a source of encouragement to someone in the church. Amen? When you come into the house of God and you endure, see, that's why it's important we just don't come in, sit in our seat, go out and not bother with anybody because we are members of one another. Amen? Okay, next slide. Am I coming to the end? Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, God is in control of the end. God is in control. Look, um, I think the Bible talks about there's coming a time when everything will be shaken. Everything is going to be shaken. I want to tell you, there's a shaking going on in the world today. A shaking. But I want to tell you, there's one thing that is unshakable, and that is the purposes of God. Amen? One day, every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Why? Because his purposes cannot fail. Amen? Hallelujah. The word of God is sure. What he has declared, he will fulfill. Amen? Hallelujah. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful. So when, 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 when your life may be shaken by something that's happening in your life, when your life may be shaking, I want to tell you, be thankful for the unshakable fact is that God's purposes are upon your life. And he will give you the victory. Amen? Hallelujah. I am, I am confident this morning that my life is hid in Christ, in God. That's what the Apostle Paul says. He says, my life, and he was talking about, you know, no matter what was going on around him in his life, he had this unshakable confidence in his uh, life that his life was hid in Christ, in God. And the end that he was looking forward to was not dependent upon man, was not dependent upon nations, not dependent upon politicians, if I can bring it into uh, uh, today's environment, not depending, you know, uh, the Bible in the Old Testament puts it in different terms. It says, some men may trust in horses and things, but they, I will trust in the Lord. Amen? We can't put our trust, our, our ultimate trust, our ultimate trust, because how many know that this is not the end for you and me? This is not the end for you and me. 
I want to tell you that graveyard on, on Sources Boulevard or wherever it may be is not my end. Amen? Amen. I, have, I have a life that's not governed by the natural. I have a life that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen? If any man is in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. And so, I, 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 coming to this, you see, that's what I got to be thankful for. This is not simply uh, all that it is for me. Amen? I want to tell you, when I come into the house of God to praise and worship, I'm just practicing for eternity. I'm just practicing for eternity. This is not just thank God for the, the wonderful time we have and the sense of the reality of God's presence with us when we come into this place to worship him. But praise God, there's going to be a greater choir one day. There's going to be a greater anthem one day. Amen? There's going to be the tens of thousands and thousands of thousands around the throne singing, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Amen? Hallelujah. We're receiving a kingdom that is unshakable. Hallelujah. And that reality, that thought, that truth ought to cause you this morning, no matter what may be going on in your life, to give thanks to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. 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 Let's get another one. Praise his name. (laughs) It's another slide. That's the last one. Okay, I had more in my notes. Okay. All right. Okay, good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. That's it. I was wanting more. <laughs> I was wanting more. Are you thankful this morning? Oh, hallelujah. Praise God that we can live life with the reality. As we've already mentioned, that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Let's stand together. Pastor Armour, if you could do something special, actually, while you're, you're preaching live yeah. and you're talking about being thankful for people, uh, Patrick and Noreen are watching live right now. Oh. And they texted uh, me, uh, messaged me, while, while you were preaching about saying you're thankful for everybody. And they wanted to say th- that they're so thankful for the church family. Amen. And so at this time, I just want to bring the whole church into the loop. Yes. So Noreen, Noreen and Patrick, you know, they sit back there usually. And Noreen was pregnant and she gave birth to a baby boy who they've named David. There have honestly been several complications with the baby. The baby's okay being taken care of in hospital right now as they work through some jaundice, jaundice issues. There's a couple of other things uh, that, that we need to pray about. And so, one, we want to say hello to Patrick and Noreen. Thank you for watching uh, while the baby's being taken care of. But we want to lift up the baby, amen? Because we stand, we stand on the unshakable promises of God, amen? Yeah. amen? I wonder if you just lift up your hands to heaven right now. We're going to lift up the family and the baby. 
and just pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for, first of all, everything that you are and everything that you've done. Lord, we believe every word that Pastor Armory spoke this morning, Lord, and we are thankful and we worship you, Lord, and we approach you with fear and awe, Lord. Lord, we know that everything is unshakable in your kingdom, Lord, and your promises are unshakable. So we lift up baby David to you right now. We pray for your healing touch over his body right now in Jesus' name, Lord. We pray that everything that may go wrong will go right. We pray for supernatural wisdom and discernment for the healthcare workers who are working with them now, and we pray supernatural strength, comfort, and peace upon Patrick and Noreen as they're watching and as they deal with these Praise issues, you. Lord. We pray in you'll the be with them, Jesus. Lord, and as a church, help us, Lord, to support the them now Jesus. and forever. We ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we just want to close by reminding ourselves of the fact that uh, by grace we are saved through faith it's not of ourselves it is the gift of God and if you're here this morning maybe you haven't been able to connect uh, uh, with what I'm saying uh, been sharing this morning I want to tell you you can come to that place where you can know the reality of the joy of the Lord in your life and it's by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And you'll be able then to t- take hold of the promises of God. And no matter what may be going on in your life, you can say, I have the joy of the Lord in my life. Amen. So if, you, if you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior this morning, come and see us at the end of the service. We'd love to be able to lead you to the Lord and to show you how you can come into that place where uh, we've already mentioned this morning that if any man is in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Amen. The Lord bless you. Have a wonderful week.